Welcome back to the show, everyone. It's Dina Calmetta here. And for today's news, I do have quite a few headlines I'd like to share with you. And I'd like to start with this report in regards to the United States and Russia. It is being reported that nuclear disarmament talks between Russia and the U.S. that were set to take place this week have been postponed, according to Moscow's foreign ministry. Officials from the two countries were due to meet on November 29th to December 6th to discuss resuming inspections under the New START Nuclear Arms Reduction Treaty, which was suspended in March of 2020. The Russian deputy foreign minister has since played down expectations of a breakthrough, although the talks were a sign that both sides at least wanted to maintain dialogue, even though relations are at their lowest since the Cold War. In the meantime, it's been reported that Israel has transferred intelligence dossiers to dozens of countries and international organizations regarding Iranian arms exports to Russia, with the goal of mobilizing more countries in the world to exert pressure on the regime in Iran. Senior officials at the foreign ministry said that on October 20th, a secret telegram was sent from the strategic wing of the ministry to dozens of Israeli embassies around the world with a request to start a diplomatic campaign against arms transfers from Iran to Russia. In the telegram, Israeli diplomats were asked to contact the senior ranks of the countries where they were stationed to raise the issue of transfer of Iranian UAVs to Russia and the fear of transfer of ballistic missiles from and to try to obtain more information on the subject. A short time later, the foreign ministry sent those embassies an intelligence dossier that included information on the arms transfers that Iran had made so far, including the dates on which the arms were transferred, the amounts that Russia paid to the Iranians, and the equipment that was transferred. In the weeks since then, Israeli diplomats have conveyed these messages to relevant government ministries in dozens of countries while providing them with said intelligence. So this is definitely a very interesting piece here, which I am sure Russia does not appreciate. Although Israel is directing this at Iran, Russia may not see it that way. So definitely very interesting there. Now with that on the table, the EU has accused the U.S. of profiteering from the Ukrainian war by selling guns and gas at ramped up prices. Several high-ranking officials within the bloc accused Joe Biden of capitalizing on the brutal Russian invasion by marking up the cost to import the vital products. One senior official told Political that they believed that America was standing to gain the most from the continuation of the fighting. The fact is that if you look at it, the country that is most profiteering from this war is the U.S. because they are selling more gas and at higher prices and because they are selling more weapons. It goes on further to report that in recent months, Europeans have weaned off Russian energy and gas within the countries that were forced to look into the U.S. for their oil. EU countries, however, pay roughly four times as much for gas as it costs in America, with cheaper energy becoming hugely competitive in the states. Businesses are looking to pump cash into the U.S. fuel market with new investments, as some have even relocated their firms to the other side of the Atlantic. And it has sent some world leaders in Europe into a frenzy, with the French president recently saying that it was not not friendly of the U.S. to treat allies as it is. Meanwhile, European countries are suffering an arms shortage due to huge shipments that have been sent to Ukraine. Yet the Americans continue to send more with the cost of supplying Ukraine to the U.S. now at over 19 
billion as another 400 million was added earlier last week. One EU official said that the Inflation Reduction Act has changed everything. Is Washington still our ally or not? In the meanwhile, the UK Defense Ministry has confirmed that Britain is supplying Ukraine with modern laser-guided Brimstone II missiles while shrugging off Moscow's repeated warnings about the risk of triggering a direct conflict between NATO and Russia. The ministry posted a video clip on Twitter on Sunday showing at least one pallet of the high-precision missiles being delivered from the Royal Air Force to an undisclosed airfield. The missiles were part of a UK aid package for Ukraine, according to the ministry. The Kremlin has warned that as the US, UK, and other NATO members supply increasingly advanced weaponry to Ukraine, they are prolonging the conflict and risking a direct confrontation with Russia. Moscow characterizes the conflict as nothing short of a proxy war against the U.S. and NATO, while Putin has described Russia as fighting the entire Western military machine. In the meantime, Turkey is ready for a ground invasion in northern Syria. Turkish officials stated on Monday that the Turkish army needs only a few days to prepare for a ground invasion in northern Syria. And such a decision could be made at a cabinet meeting on Monday. One senior official stated that the Turkish armed forces needs just a few days to become almost full ready for a ground invasion in northern Syria. He said that it won't take long for the operation to begin, and it depends only on the president giving the word. President Erdogan said that Turkey will begin the ground operation when it is convenient. All the preparations are complete. It's now a political decision. According to a source, Turkey has been in contact with Russia and the U.S. about its military activities. Erdogan has completely brushed off United States warnings, stating that Turkey is determined to root out terrorists no matter where they are or who they regard as partners. His comments come after Washington protested to Turkey about an airstrike that directly threatened U.S. troops working with Kurdish militias in Syria. And since Sunday, Turkey has carried out air and artillery strikes, dubbed Operation Claw Sword in northern Syria and Iraq. Its targets are Kurdish militias that Turkey holds responsible for the November 13th terrorist attack in Istanbul that killed six and wounded 81 people. Last week, Turkish planes bombed a location just 300 meters from a U.S. base, prompting the Pentagon to accuse Turkey of endangering its troops and the fight against IS. The Turkish defense minister responded on Friday by saying that Turkey is only targeting terrorists and that it is out of the question for us to harm coalition forces or civilians. With that said, Syria and Iran have been deploying new air defense systems, including jamming and early warning systems around Damascus in order to prevent Israeli strikes in the area. According to the report, the new systems were built by Korean and Chinese companies and provided by Iran as part of agreements reached between Syria and Iran. Sources told the Capital Voice that the Syrian Defense Ministry tested jamming systems in October, succeeding in getting Israeli aircraft to leave Syrian airspace at least twice. The source additionally claimed that Iran had bought two Bavar 373 air defense systems to the Damascus area, with one being placed near a town located near the border with Lebanon and just about 30 kilometers north of the Golan Heights. Israel Defense Forces chief said on Thursday that joint activities with the U.S. military in the Middle East would be significantly expanded in the near future. At the same time, the IDF will continue to act at an accelerated rate against the entrenchment of the Iranian regime in the region. During discussions, it was agreed that Israel is at a critical point in time that requires the acceleration of operational plans and cooperation against Iran and terrorist proxies in the region. The can 
public broadcaster reported that Israeli and U.S. militaries would hold an imminent drill simulating strikes against Iran and its proxies. But on the other hand, a military source said that they were unaware of such a drill, and there was no mention of such plans in the statement. It goes on further to report that Iran last week had begun producing uranium enriched to 60% at its Fordo plant, a level it never reached before, and a short technical step away from the 90% enrichment necessary to produce a nuclear weapon. And the International Atomic Energy Agency confirmed the move. The U.S. expressed deep concern over the announcement, which was also condemned by Germany, France, and the U.K. The White House National Security Spokesman John Kirby said that we're going to make sure we have all options available to the president. Finally, it reports that Israel has been pushing for the U.S. to prepare military contingency plans in order to prevent Iran from obtaining a nuclear weapon. Biden has said that he is prepared to use military force if necessary. In the meanwhile, over in North Korea... The North Korean leader said that his country's ultimate goal is to possess the world's most powerful nuclear force, as he promoted dozens of officials and scientists involved in the recent launch of North Korea's largest ballistic missile. The announcement comes after Kim inspected a test of the country's new Hwangsong-17 intercontinental ballistic missile and pledged to counter U.S. nuclear threats with nuclear weapons on November 18th. Kim stated in the order promoting the officers that building the nuclear force is for reliably protecting the dignity and sovereignty of the state and the people, and its ultimate goal is to possess the world's most powerful strategic force, the absolute force unprecedented in the century. He called the Swang-17 the world's strongest strategic weapon and said it demonstrated North Korea's resolve and ability to eventually build the world's strongest army. Capable of reaching the U.S. mainland, the missile launch prompted the United States to call for a United Nations Security Council presidential statement to hold North Korea accountable for its missile tests. The test fire demonstrated that North Korea will react in kind to the enemy's nuke and full frontal confrontation. So in conclusion to this report, we definitely have very serious events taking place all over the world. Sounds a lot like wars and rumors of wars. And as always, I will continue to keep you updated. But I'd love to hear from all of you, so please do leave your comments below this video. In addition, come and visit me on Telegram, where I post the news, as well as our other social media sites, and I'll have that listed below this video. But also come and visit us on our website at www.cww7news.com. In addition, I encourage you to tune in to our End Times News Report with Susan Davis. We do that once a week, and we report on everything from earthquakes and volcanoes to wars, rumors of wars, hearts growing wax cold, and drought. In fact, we just released a report recently about worldwide river drought. I highly encourage you to tune into that show. We're also on Anchor, Google, Apple, and Spotify. If you're not able to watch the show, you can listen to it on podcast. In addition, I would like to address another channel that's impersonating my channel here. This is the only CWW7 News channel on YouTube, but there is a channel out there that's impersonating me and has been kind of harassing me. I've had to block them. So just as an FYI, it's not me. It's a fake profile. If you come across another channel claiming to be me, it's not me. So just an FYI for you all. And I made a post about this over the weekend. But with all of that said, thank you again for listening to the show. Have a great day and I will talk to you soon. God bless and stay safe.